0: hey y'all it's crystal and it's samantha and this is Serial Holic sisters true crime shit sup what up what up what up <laughs> hey, hey girl hey hey it's, how's it going any new uh, news no i mean not really got all the kids halloween stuff ready they're they're ready to go yeah we're not doing that <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounded really <laughs> awful. Awesome. First of all, let me clear that up. Halloween oh. is by far my favorite holiday. So, yeah, we're um, not doing that. But COVID has really ruined that. So there is, um in our town, we do this thing called trunk or treating.
1: Yeah. And I feel like know, that's in most towns.
0: Okay. I didn't know. I, it wasn't a thing
1: when we were growing up. No, no, no. That's a newer thing. Like the last, yeah. I say newer, it's probably been going on for like, 10, 15 years or more.
0: Yeah. I'm so old. Like, <laughs> so like, it's been going on since my oldest was like little, little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you take your kids around like a section of wherever they're like doing it. Well, my town is like a 10 minute drive through the whole thing. So when, when I say downtown, we have like this downtown area, <laughs> you know, that it's really but- cute. Um, we have this downtown. Just area. think of um,
1: think of Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls, and that's Literally, where she lives. That's
0: exactly how it is. There's this like little um square, it's just like Stars Hollow had. There's a square. Yeah. There's a gazebo. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. Um, in fact, it's it's just this tiny little town, and every year for trick or treating, like all these businesses and other people that sign up to do it, will decorate their trunks and their cars, and you yep. literally walk around in this big square and go trick-or-treating like they, it's really fun. They do like games sometimes they do. Some people do like hot dog cooks and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's fun. Yeah. All got canceled because of COVID, you know, Ew. six feet and whatnot. Um, so over this stuff. <laughs> so instead this year, um, we, me and my husband have this, like the same group of friends that we've had, uh, since high school. Um, and of course their wives and everything too. Like I'm really good friends with all their wives and all of his best friends in high school are still his best friends now. Um, cause it was a small town, you know, well, this year we decided, so we purchased our house in, Technically we moved into our house January of last year. We purchased it December of last year. So we've been in our house for almost a full year. And none of our friends have come over um since we've like we've always gone to their houses and stuff. We all have kids. We all have a lot of kids. But oh, <laughs> a lot of kids. We do. We we all have a lot of kids. Um but this year we decided we're going to throw a Halloween party for all the kids they can dress up and i'm like getting all these like fun cute little kid type halloween games and there's going to be a lot of candy there's of course a bonfire for like our fire pit or whatever in our backyard and stuff like and it'll yeah be it'll be fun and we're doing that this weekend but uh it's we were sitting down thinking about it the other day um and we are the only ones that have boys. <laughs> really? So all of our friends have girls, oh. um, like all of them. So one of my best friends, Stephanie, uh, they have four girls. And then Jason and his um, soon-to-be wife, Kaylee, combined have six girls.
1: <laughs> that is a lot of girls.
0: <laughs> yeah. Everywhere, and, uh, all the girls. And our other friend, JC and Nate, they've got three girls, and, um, oh, I take that back. to and our one of my other really good friends, tasha, she um she's coming. she's got two girls. She does have a boy too, and he is Aiden's age. They go to school together. They're actually like best friends too. So hey, we I take just that back. there's one other.
1: We just did what we planned on. The hubs and I we got one of each. We replaced ourselves, we've done our duty. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> so
0: yeah. But, yeah. it's uh. It was just kind of funny thinking about it because I was like, oh my God, we're the only ones with boys. <laughs> Poor Aiden. And That's
1: crazy. That'll be fine.
0: Yeah. They'll be surrounded in girls. Fun. All right. You ready? Okay. I am. I'm so ready. So this week is my turn. And this case is going to be one that everybody freaking hates. <laughs> I don't
1: know. That's what you said to me earlier. And I don't know what that means. You're just like, you're okay. going to hate this case. And I was right. like, oh
0: when i say who it is you're gonna be like Ugh, I oh i hate this case so i love the the case but i hate the case like this person is just i'm gonna all right here's here's a freaking hint oh god the worst mother in the world
1: <laughs> the worst mother in the world diane downs
0: okay no okay i take that back oh. one of the worst <laughs> mothers. <laughs> Okay, damn. <laughs> touché. Touché, Crystal. <laughs> I forgot all I got about, really about excited that horrible. for a second. I was like, "Oh, this is really bad," but okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that horrible piece of crap. <laughs>
1: right. Okay, not oh, that. <laughs> so this
0: is. I'm going to actually be going over. Um, it's not a serial killer. I, I wanted to switch it up myself. Um, this is the case of. The Killing of Kaylee Marie Anthony.
1: Oh, yeah. She's garbage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're ready for it.
0: I figured that it was time to to slide one of those ones in there. Um, the one that everybody loves to hate. Okay.
1: <laughs> this yeah. woman
0: just makes your whole fucking blood boil. As a mother, it just makes you want to just do horrible things to this woman.
1: It really does it really so, really does
0: let's let's just jump right in just so dive, born, dive on in born on march 19th 1986 in warren ohio
1: hey, Casey Marie
0: anthony was was sorry one of- sorry
1: i was 86 and i got excited for a second yeah. <laughs> and then i remembered i hated her so I'll continue
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah don't root that on <laughs> No, i'm just that's my year though i did no, i'm it's- i'm She's a Um, she-devil. I'm
1: ashamed to say that we were born in the same year.
0: Yeah. So um, Casey Marie Anthony was one of the two children of Cindy and George Anthony. Um, George, her father, had actually worked in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. So with this case, it really shook several people at the ending result, Um, especially because with, with as many years as he was in law enforcement, you would have thought that his, how do I want to put this? His view on the end would have completely been different. Okay. So, um, so yeah, Casey was a bright, personable young girl with friends that like tons of friends and what many thought was like an ordinary American family. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was described as a super fun, loving wild spirit. In fact, her parents actually stated that she was just like a normal teenager. She grew up in a healthy home, there was no abuse, there was nothing, well, let me put that stuff there, there was no known abuse, <laughs> there was, um, it was just pretty much, you know, a normal childhood, went to school, came home, did sports, did things like that, no big deal. But near the end of Casey's senior year, her friend said that a pattern of lying started to begin. That's okay. so she lived this normal life any normal teenager would lie okay I I know I had my fair share of times that I lied to our parents right uh, sorry sorry mom I'll, I'll just be honest you <laughs> lied you, um, had yeah. the, you had the biggest lie out of our family <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that sounds so horrible um she with when we were growing up Crystal was not supposed to date. Who is her now husband?
1: Yes, we were forbidden um, from seeing each other from the time I was together, 15.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were together since they were in like the eighth grade, okay? And and my parents just didn't I, like him at one point in time. They love him now, but they didn't like him at one point in time. They were like, oh, you're not going to date him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she literally... Lied about dating him <laughs> and I we did. went along with it
1: <laughs> through all all of high school. I did, yes. There was a
0: lot of bribing that went along with that.
1: Yeah, y'all were expensive little siblings. <laughs>
0: <Y'all from> Chick- <laughs> F- lots of Chick-fil-A biscuits. <laughs> How do you feel about yourself, huh? <laughs> Actually, I kind of really miss Chick-fil-A because we don't oh. have them
1: here. <laughs> There's so many
0: Chick-fil-A's here. Oh my god, I know. so good. So, anywho, um, <laughs> just like any other teenager, they would lie, right? I lied. At one point, my parents didn't want me seeing my now husband either, because we dated kind of from time we were freshmen until, yeah, it just happens. We're girls. It's a lot more strict when you're girls. It really <laughs> is. Than boys. Um, so it, her parents didn't really think much about it or anything, but um, Cindy and George had attended Casey's graduation graduation along with um, her grandparents only to discover that she was several credits short of graduating and apparently Casey had stopped attending classes toward the end of the school year and um, had led her family to believe that she was gonna walk with the graduating that's, class.
1: That's that is not cool.
0: So that's an even bigger lie than anything that we had ever tried right. um, so this is kind of where the trend starts. she just starts acting out she starts partying. She starts not really giving a crap, you know? Um, and then when she was 19 years old, Casey gave her family another huge shock. She had put on a lot of weight and her parents suspected that she was pregnant. She was starting to carry like she was Casey denied it. She kept claiming she was a virgin. And then, um, a couple months into her pregnancy when she couldn't hide it anymore, she told her parents the truth.
1: Um, it was like, Hey y'all, I'm, literally the worst person
0: yeah not because
1: of this but you'll see why later
0: yeah you'll see why she wouldn't tell anyone the identity of the baby's father though so she had pointed out um it could be several different men so this included her fiance at the time jesse grund um as well as a young man she had previously dated who had supposedly died in a car crash um supposedly yeah yeah And then she was, by that time, um, to be, to her father, she was basically a pathological liar. He just couldn't believe much of what she said at that time. Yeah. But on August 9th, 2005, Kaylee Anthony was born, and Cindy and George forgave everything for this sweet, precious baby. So... Um, babies do that. <laughs> uh, they do, yes. Firsthand, I can tell you. Um, when I was 18 and found out I was having my first kid, it was definitely unplanned. <laughs> um, with my who is now my husband. So let me let me put that out there. Um, my dad actually didn't talk to me for like a month, and it was really upsetting because I'm pretty close with our dad. You know that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was, it was upsetting, but like it just kind of went away, especially when, when I had, um, my oldest it, it, babies have that effect on grandparents. Yeah. Um, so a friend of Casey's had said that she had discussed giving the baby up for adoption, but then she was super discouraged by her mother. So she didn't do it. So for the next two years, Casey and Kaylee lived with Cindy and George and okay. Grund, who was her then fiancé, acted as the baby's father. Okay. So, um, Grund actually started believing that Kaylee might be his baby, despite knowing that the timing of her conception made it kind of impossible in a way. Oh. They weren't together until, like, after. <laughs> so That sounds pretty impossible, yes. Yeah. So, a DNA test actually later found fa- fa- Later was found that Grund was definitely not Kaylee's father, but the identity of Kaylee's father still remained unknown. Hmm. I know, it was so sad, Um, which is, I really honestly wish that she had had a father, just because she deserves so much more than Yes. This. So in mid-June 2008, so a couple years later, Casey's parenting was put into question by her mother because... They were fighting a lot. So Casey left her parents' home after like this huge, major argument, and she took Kaylee with her. So over the cu- next couple weeks, Cindy kept calling. Um, she kept calling Casey to check up on Kaylee, wanted to see how her grandbaby was doing. She hadn't seen her grandbaby. She was, I mean, really that's got to be back. like a
1: huge difference, like because they've been living with her this mm-hmm. whole, like what, like three years or something like that? Mm hmm so they'd seen yeah. their granddaughter every single day and now
0: and then all of a sudden you're not i i totally get that yeah um, uh so yeah she just kept like calling and checking up and each time that she called kaylee would say that she was out with the baby babysitter um which her name was uh zaneda fernandez gonzalez sure. or short, <laughs> i know short for zanny like the nanny except zanny
1: zanny the nanny
0: Zanny the nanny. So um, this is where it kind of gets interesting. So on July thirteenth, two 2008, Cindy and George received a letter in the mail saying that Casey's car was in a tow yard. That's not good. Which is super weird, right? Like, you're just, like, minding your own business, trying to get a hold of your daughter, trying to talk to your granddaughter, and then, bam, you get this letter in the mail, and you find out, oh, well, Casey got her car towed. Why? Yeah. So, like any parent who is trying to make amends with their child, um, George had gone to pick up the car. So right. when he picked up the car, he found um, Casey's purse was still in there. That's but weird. So was but so was Kaylee's car seat and some of her toys, which is really strange, right? Like Kaylee is supposed to be at this babysitter, so why is her car seat still in the car? Well, with- I mean, well, granted. Some babysitters have their own car seat. I get it, but I mean—do they? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, mom and dad do. That's different. Their parents. They're I was like, those are the grandparents. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, some some do if it's like an ongoing nanny situation. But
1: Casey yeah, I guess wasn't.
0: so. Casey wasn't working. Like, it wasn't something that she was. Like, how is she affording all of this? Right. Right. Well, like, I,
1: if she's not working, how does she even have this this zanny?
0: exactly so like it it put a lot of question into um george's head so but i feel like course- they should have like i'm not blaming them at all but you know
1: that she lied a lot when she was younger she clearly hadn't grown up she clearly yeah. didn't have a job why didn't you think like i don't so know this,
0: this, is, this is what bothers me about this case because i thought the same thing um there's so many stipulations for this case right right but in that particular sense, that's exactly one of the first things that went through my my uh, head was, because I remember listening to this case on the radio when um, the trial was going on, which I'll get radio. to all of that. But um, that was one of the first things that went through my head. I was like, you know, she was already a pathological liar. Like, right. Why aren't you questioning this? She's got why this- aren't you going to find her instead of sitting back and calling weeks after weeks after weeks? Like, I'm sorry, but if your daughter's with the babysitter all the time, there's a problem. Like you know her
1: situation with like jobs and all that stuff. She's been living well, with you all this time.
0: She's just a liar. Where'd she even go? She got into a fight and she right. just ran off. So clearly there's an issue there. So not only did George find her purse and Kaylee's car seat and
1: toys. The purse is weird. The toys and car seat, I feel like if that's normal if your car gets impounded and you got a kid that
0: yeah, stuff's gonna be it, in yeah. there the purse I is goodness, weird to me. The purse is super weird. Cause why would your purse still be in a car? Right. Like, and you not be bothered about it. You didn't grab your purse when your car was getting towed. And even if your car was getting towed before, like say it was being towed and you couldn't get to it or something, most people take their purse out of their car. I was going to say, who just
1: leaves their purse in their car?
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I've I've left my keys in my car several times. Okay, you don't live in a real town though. You no, know, I've left <laughs> my keys in my car. I would not leave my wallets or my purse or anything in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you want to take my car, take it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but don't take my money. You're not no, gonna get know. very far. No. <laughs> <God>. Um <laughs> So yeah, so it wasn't just that he found her purse and he, in the car seat, he also noticed a really strong smell, like that of organic matter decomposing. So like almost like a, a dead animal type of smell. And it was so he's drunk.
1: So he's gotten the car, like he's paid for it and he's getting it back. Yep. Correct. And then he sees like all the stuff, the purse. car seat the the toys all of it yeah smells the smell got it
0: smells the smell um and it's coming from the trunk it freaked him out yeah he uh being an ex you know law enforcement he definitely questioned it it was it it was something that he should not have smelled so he told his wife
1: did he He, look in the trunk?
0: yes he looked in the trunk nothing was in the trunk Um, but he was like he was like what there is a bad
1: smell in this trunk
0: not a trigger warning i need you to check it (laughs) nothing was in the trunk so yeah no he told his wife um he was super distraught he was freaking out thinking that maybe something happened to both his daughter and his granddaughter because they couldn't get in contact with her yeah makes total sense so he's like what's going on i gotta find my i gotta find casey right So him and Cindy um, searched and searched for Casey and they actually found her at the home of her then boyfriend, Tony Lazaro.
1: Okay. So this is not the fiance from earlier, correct?
0: No. Okay. So um, they picked her up and they brought her back to their house.
1: They didn't check there
0: first. Sorry. (laughs) Well, they looked everywhere and they couldn't find Kaylee. So now they're like super confused. Right. What's that smell? Where's my daughter? Where's my granddaughter? Oh, I found my daughter at this random boyfriend's house. Where's my granddaughter? So um,
1: she's with with Annie.
0: Yeah. So they brought her back to their house and then um, the fake tears come. Right. So Casey then breaks down and she tells her mother and her brother Lee that she had left Kaylee with um, the nanny Zanny,
1: Zanny in Orlando. Nanny. You know, as one does, they just leave their toddler with a and person. That,
0: yeah, and that supposedly this this nanny kidnapped the the toddler. And, and
1: so, so I'm just hanging out at this Brandon boyfriend's house, and not, she not returning your calls.
0: Oh, that's not even the kicker. So she stated this happened on June 16th we're talking it's july now i was like that was a while ago so we're talking it's july and she just now tells her mom oh my god this nanny kidnapped my toddler right
1: they uh, don't know what
0: to think she's literally the worst yes she's
1: i now know what you mean and you're like you're gonna hate this one
0: <laughs> she is she's a piece of shit. I despise her. I I usually say she's a piece of wet lettuce or this person's a piece of wet lettuce. No, I'm just going to say it. She's a piece of shit. Straight up. Um, so on July 15th, this is now 31 days after Kately's disappearance, Cindy reported her missing to the orange County Sheriff's office. Um, because her daughter had cried and was like oh this nanny kidnapped her right so So this is this is just
1: when when cindy and the mom and dad just found out that supposedly she's been kidnapped and so they immediately report it once they find out
0: yes so as soon as casey breaks down to her parents and says this so-called nanny had kidnapped her child like a month ago um cindy starts freaking out she's like what what so she's calling what? That's the Orange County Sheriff's <laughs> Office and is like, hey, my granddaughter's missing. I need, something needs to happen. Like, go find this woman. Right. So immediately, the police started questioning Casey.
1: Well, yeah, she's, she's the only one that has a story of what, like... She's the last one
0: that supposedly saw her. When did
1: this happen? We need details so we can find the exactly. kid. Exactly.
0: Like any detective would, they they started questioning her. So detectives started finding like huge discrepancies in the signed statement that, um, Casey had made about Kaylee's disappearance. Okay. And Casey's friends and family had never even heard of Gonzalez, this, this nanny. They'd never heard of this woman before, before, um, Cindy had, had been calling for weeks and saying, Hey, where's Kaylee? Um, can I talk to Kaylee? And they were like, Oh, she's with the she's with the nanny zanny. Like they didn't know the full woman's name. She never, right. she never went into details about this woman. She was just like, Oh, there's a nanny now involved. Okay, that's odd. You know? I'd have been
1: asking all kinds of i like, where did you uh, find this person?
0: I can just imagine to- like mom and dad going through this <laughs> right now. So um if I were like um if I were like, hey, mom and dad like I get into this huge fight with them and and mom's like calling hey I want to see the grandkids where's Aiden let me talk to Aiden well now Aiden has a phone you know right so she's like where's Aiden let me talk to Aiden let me talk to Gunnar let me talk to Harlow and I was like oh yeah no they're with the nanny mom would be like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> who this bitch is <laughs> <laughs> Do it straight, and that's literally word for word she'd be like the fuck are you talking about you ain't First off, you can't even pay, for right? Right. You can't pay no nanny. <laughs>
1: like, where did you find this person? With, like, yeah. Background check. Like, who is this? I need to meet her before she watches them. She'd be like, "What's her name?" I'm Facebook
0: stalking her. Oh my god! And she'd be really bad at it too. She'd start like commenting. On <laughs> she'd probably start start commenting on the person's wall. Hey, do you got my grandkids? She would though. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to mom for being super protective of her she, grandkids. She would be on top of that shit. But um, so yeah, so Casey told the police that Kaylee was with um a sitter named Zanata Zen- Gonzalez or Zanny. Mm-hmm. So Zanny then the-, the nanny. Yeah. So they were the, like Zanny
1: the nanny, really.
0: Zanny, the nanny, how original. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that crack you up a little bit. <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me think of the show The Nanny. You remember Fran? Uh,
1: <laughs> it makes me think of um the episode of Friends when they had the Manny who was um Freddie Prince Jr. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: little Freddie. And he had the old Grumpus Freddy.
1: puppet. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so then um, police took Casey to Universal Studios because this is where she had claimed that she had worked. I remember this. This is her job. She works at Universal Studios. Yeah, she supposedly works at Universal Studios. So none of her friends heard ever that she had worked at Universal Studios. Nobody, like, none. This was all just news to everybody. Okay, she's just coming up with all these random things. Right. Well, that's where Um, she got,
1: that's where she got all this money to pay this nanny,
0: you know? Yes. Her fancy new job. So they, um, they investigated Casey, uh, or they, they investigated going to Universal Studios. They started looking around. Casey even led them around the theme park and kept up with this like huge facade. Okay. And then, um, shortly after, they had learned that she was lying about even having a job there right so finally have a job. He- she literally walked them around and was like well this is this is the break
1: room like this is where we can do there yes. she's just like, like made up this see- whole giant story and didn't think they would know they're the freaking like cop the detectives that's what they're they detectives. do they do
0: this for a living <laughs> so these detectives like they're following her around they're like okay wait a minute wait a minute she's acting very paranoid she's clearly not working here like, you literally so just have to ask to know, the boss. Gonna, yeah, we're just going to stop her right now and be like, hey, what's going on? So Casey finally admits that she had never returned to work for Universal. So because she kept lying, um, then the the detectives were like, okay, something's going on. So they arrested her on July 16th, which was the day after Cindy had called reporting Kaylee missing.
1: So the very next day they're like, mm, she she's suspicious. Yeah,
0: they and they arrested her right at the Universal Studios, like right as they were leaving. So over scene. the next few months, hundreds of people were searching for Kaylee while li- law enforcement looked for any clues and um any anything to help them locate Kaylee. Um I remember oh my this God. this whole thing.
1: Right. I hope nobody can hear anything like in the background i'm in my closet you know as i do yeah it's late we're recording later than usual
0: we are recording later than usual my
1: husband's asleep he's snoring real loud (laughs) (laughs) i keep hearing it through the door i'm like i really hope the mic does not pick this up (laughs) can you hear it
0: i really can't hear it okay
1: well we're gonna hope that they can't hear it
0: (laughs) i'm actually kind of shocked that nobody can hear mine mine's not um Mine goes in my husband goes in like spurts of snoring. But eventually when he gets pissed <laughs> off, he'll like get up and he'll walk. Like I can always hear when he gets up in the middle of the night. Um, because he doesn't like, often get up
1: pissed off in the middle
0: of the night. <laughs> oh man, he just looks so pissed off because he he's it takes him forever to get to sleep. And uh this guy, he's he's a larger guy. Like he's a big I don't say big fella. I Money mean, mine's, mine's a big fella. They're not like he's not like fat by all means he's just like this huge he's six two and a half right he's a lot bigger than me and he uh he like stomps his way through the living room <laughs> and today I'm actually um recording in the living room because all my children are upstairs asleep since we're doing it late right so I was, like all comfy on the couch recording and I can just I'm waiting I'm waiting for him to just come, gonna
1: through. come stomping <laughs> through in <it> a minute <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna laugh a little too loud and wake his ass up yeah. and he's gonna
0: uh, I'm hoping it doesn't happen while I'm recording.
1: That's okay. He's gonna salt through. Everybody can hear mine snoring. It's
0: fine. <laughs> potato potato. Whatevs. So um any anywho. So like over the next few months, hundreds would search for her. So this case like hit the world super hard. This sweet little girl, nobody knows what's going on with her. The mother's clearly lying about every little thing. Oh, literally. Um I mean, right away you're like the mother did it, right? Right. So, as they search for Kaylee and as it like intensifies, Casey starts um being under like super high scrutiny for her actions in the days before Kaylee was reported missing. Okay. So, you mean like the month that, before? <laughs> yeah, I say days, but I mean months. Um so what I mean by that is like in the time span that this so-called nanny had taken her daughter and kidnapped her to the time that her mother finally finds out that Kaylee's not with Casey, she had been partying. She'd been partying. As, as one does when their small child is missing. Right? This no? just blows my mind. She'd been partying in early July. She went and got a tattoo that read um, Bella, Bella Vita or beautiful life in Italian so she's like getting tatted she's partying she's living it up and she clearly doesn't give two shits where her daughter is so if this so-called nanny had kidnapped her daughter she didn't care she clearly didn't care it's,
1: this is in, like you're right it's infuriating it makes me so mad
0: it just makes me so mad because any mother like any true that mother is not a mother yeah would not do this any mother would not do this So they um, couldn't hold Casey for anything else because there was no proof that she had done anything, no body, nothing, you know. So they let her go and she returned home on August 21st. Um, Bounty hunter slash reality TV figure Leonard, or Leonard, sorry, Leonard. I was was like, fancy, fancy.
1: (laughs) Jeez. I just
0: gave him like this good accented name. His real name's Leonard. It's French. (laughs) (laughs) His real name's Leonard. It's French. He Um, (laughs) croissant. Leonard Padilla. Yeah, his last name's Oh. (laughs) You're not related. I looked it up.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> you uh, looked it up? No, I really didn't look it up. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> you might be so, related so we know. Could be. Like well, a lot. Well, you, know, you know how all you uh <laughs> Hispanic people <are>? Watch it. <laughs> you you Hispanic people have a lot of family. Oh my and geez. that is not meant to sound racist, by all means. <laughs> I'm telling you this. Like us Southern people, got a lot of family. <laughs> so,
1: lots of people have lots of family.
0: But it just—it's funny. Anyways, little <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> You're like, post- just laugh. Shut up. Laugh. Don't be overly dramatic. I don't mean it that way. <laughs> so, um, this <laughs> bounty hunter or whatever, he had posted five hundred thousand dollars in bail for Casey to. To be returned home he had hoped that when he did this that casey would leave detectives to find kaylee but instead he was super disappointed when she failed to provide any additional clues at all <laughs> in fact padilla then publicly labeled casey as a narcissist as a narcissistic oh. and promiscuous woman
1: promiscuous so
0: the case became like a huge national media sensation, and many people in the public, including myself, <laughs> were like super pissed off at her behavior. Yeah, hella mad. Super pissed off because even after she posted bail and left, she just went back to not giving a shit. Clearly, wasn't distraught at any of this, and just went on to live her day like she was just going to live her day. She so was- any Ugh. Ugh. and any mother. Or anyone with morals what? wouldn't have treated any situation as dire as your freaking child missing the way that she did, and that's what pisses me off so much about it too.
1: She didn't want to be a mom. But don't be alarmed. Don't be. She, don't be alarmed. She was still a kid. She she was still a teenager trying to party it up.
0: Yes, but don't but don't be alarmed though because Casey's back in jail eight <laughs> days later. <laughs>
1: Still, so was Back
0: <laughs> in jail eight days after being released because this dumbass broad was charged <laughs> with forging checks and identity theft. Oh my god! Yeah. So she forged
1: months, checks. That's like the whatever.
0: She, you know, and I don't know if they do it in other places, but like in small towns, like my my own or whatever, if you write like, like a bad check. They straight post your name up. <laughs> don't accept checks from this person. Do they really? That's hysterical. Do they put
1: your picture up?
0: Um, no. I think they actually stopped doing it as much like they don't do it publicly now. I think it's in the offices of those places now because
1: <laughs> yeah, people
0: yeah. um I, I mean, they, they should a-
1: because don't write bad checks. Like, shit.
0: Well, no, I agree. But I think, like, a couple of years ago, it wasn't here, like, where I live or anything. But a couple of years ago, someone actually sued a company for doing that and won because it was. Of course they did. <laughs> It's just like the whole McDonald's coffee thing. You
1: know, the coffee's <laughs> hot, bitch.
0: It doesn't have to say that it's hot. For it you wasn't know. an
1: iced coffee. It was a fucking coffee. But exactly.
0: you it was a fucking coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: go old jersey on your shit. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <Back. laughs> wow. So, um, yeah. So months and months went by, and they continued to search for clues. Or leads on any of the disappearance okay okay on December 11th I'm so mad I know I know On December, I'm just 11th, like sitting here angry the whole time you're <laughs> talking <laughs> sorry I've now said it December 11th more than once every time I say it you just started
1: <laughs> I'm just angry okay December 11th I'm mad on
0: December 11th okay on December 11th 2008 um meter reader Roy Kronk, and when I hear Kronk, I think of <laughs> <laughs> the first new groove because I'm a child. Oh my god! <laughs> Anyways, the bad movie. Meter reader Roy Kronk found a plastic bag of human remains wrapped in a blanket inside a laundry bag in a That's, wooded area near the Anthony's home.
1: That is not funny. It went from Kronk's new groove to terrible.
0: It was terrible, real so fast, just, and. To top it off, the skull had duct tape on it. On the skull? On the skull. On the skull. The media and the public were just completely shook. The remains were then sent into forensics to be tested, and a medical examiner mentioned that the duct tape was one of the reasons she ruled the death as a homicide, but it was undetermined, the cause of death completely. And on okay and on december 19th the remains were confirmed to be those of kaylee anthony
1: so it's it's literally a skull like they can't
0: yeah why why
1: is there duct tape on the skull itself
0: well just the head like the where the mouth was okay so they found i mean regardless you found duct tape with a skull
1: yeah I know not, just, that
0: do not look good girl. it does not look good <laughs> so that's why they, yeah, that is exactly why they ruled it as a homicide because um clearly it was but they couldn't they couldn't figure out cause of death because I mean the body had the body was found in December of 2008 yeah. so and she'd been
1: missing since like June
0: July well technically June yeah June. She'd been missing since June. So, yeah. So, this then started the long trial of um, Casey Anthony. So, the trial lasted six weeks um, from May to July of 2011. Uh, Prosecutors were actually seeking the death penalty. And the trial of Anthony began in June 2011, three years after the disappearance of her daughter Kaylee. So, what
1: what was she doing for these three years? Was she just out?
0: Well, so, she had been in jail for um, identity theft and forgery, Mm -hmm. and she, yeah, she wasn't released on it or anything. The trial began, so she was still...
1: that's a long, you said three years after she went missing. That's when the trial. started yeah. it's a long time. I know these things take a while, but still.
0: I know that's what's so devastating. I remember listening to this on the radio too. Like I said, like earlier, I remember listening to the whole trial on the radio and then the day of the final in the like the final trial date. Ah, man, I must've been, well, what was this? 2011. It lasted six weeks that was nine years ago right nine math well yeah because <laughs> our- yeah gunner was born in 2011 he's nine so yeah nine <laughs> years ago I had to stop and think math yeah um so nine years ago yeah this trial like had me in tears i was so infuriated yeah um because I had a, like a baby then, you know, I had two <laughs> children, but I had a baby and I just couldn't imagine it. when you have kids, like the perspective of this type of stuff. It like changes
1: already, so much. Like, it, yes, it's already like, if you're a decent human being, I feel like it's yeah, already. If
0: you're, if you're, well, if you're a real fucking human being, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if you're just, a human
1: just, being, then this stuff is, being. it's terrible. But also it's, I feel like once you have kids, it it is so much more different. scary because Yeah.
0: Everything like, I and I'm, the world, world is a terrifying forever, place. It is. And I will forever, con, I will forever say, and I really don't care. Anybody can judge me. I don't oh care. God. I'm a helicopter mom.
1: Oh, okay. a helicopter I was mom. like, what are you going to say? <laughs>
0: no, nothing bad. I'm just, I'm one of those very, I'm super protective. Like my kids don't, when we grew up, we could go and walk around the town and not matter.
1: Yeah, I mean it was it was way different back then. Also, yeah, it, I mean it was way different, but it was also terrible. Like back was, then is when all the people were getting killed. Like all the serial killers were happening, and like
0: it was. But it wasn't. We didn't have social media. We've stated all this before. We didn't have social media back then. Like when we were younger. Uh, I mean, we had like MySpace and stuff, but it wasn't blown up the way that it is now. Yeah,
1: I had MySpace after I was out of high school. So
0: I was in high school.
1: Yeah, I didn't have none of that stuff. I didn't have any of that stuff when I was like younger, little.
0: But that's what I'm just saying. Like it's changed so much drastically. You know, we live in the era where electronics are booming. You know, every little thing that's a whole new
1: scary for me. Also, like
0: that is oh lord. There's so much
1: scary. Why are you trying to scare me?
0: (laughs) Don't even get me started on that. So. Pause Every all, basically everything is out, everything is out to get my
1: children. The this, is,
0: this is how bad this is what I was gonna say. I'm gonna pause the case for a second, we'll get back to it in a second. I know everyone's probably like, shut up, just finish the case. Um, I'm a huge helicopter mom, my oldest is almost 12, so he's he's about to be a preteen. Um, he does have a cell phone. He is on our um, family plan, but he's on, I'm so glad that Verizon holds this like children's plan Yeah, Um, because that's what my kid is on. He's on this children's plan where I can view everything that he looks at and does, and I can block it all from my own phone. Um, So he literally has no access to social media. He um, can only have like so many contacts. Right. All right and you have to approve know who they are nobody else can contact him like it will automatically block their number um he can't get phone calls or text messages from unknown numbers or anything which is great yeah um, but like when we talked about when me and dallas talked about getting um our son a phone these were some of the things that went through our head we were like okay think about what it was like when we were in high school and our kid isn't even in middle school yet. He's like technically right before middle school, but I was like, think about how it was in high school when Facebook was super booming right then, like when it first started out. Okay. Um, Facebook had, had taken a huge deep dive. Everybody was on there telling their feelings. Everyone was searching this, searching that. Um, Facebook messaging was a huge thing. That's how cheating always happened. Like things like that. I was <laughs> like, can you imagine what it would be like now with our child? That is a um, prepubescent child with a social media account, with all of the things that you hear, um, sexual predators, mm-hmm. um, just like all of these, you know, sex trafficking, all, all of this stuff now at the hands of our younger children it's so
1: scary I when I was in high school we didn't even have like like I said I had like my space towards the end of high school something like that we didn't have that like we had dial up internet <laughs> we had dial up internet and as soon as, as soon as it would like get started somebody would get on the phone and kick you off yeah um all that. it was the it was the landline so like you're on the phone, anybody can pick up and listen. And our mother loved to talk. (laughs) Oh my God. She would say on the phone, like I could never get on the internet because she was always on the phone. True. But like, so that's a whole different kind of scary for me because that kind of stuff wasn't even a thing. When I was in high school, it was just like, you had to call the, you had to call. If you want to talk to somebody, you had to call their house, wait for their parents to answer, ask if they were home and you could talk to them.
0: Like it was not this just like instant messaging like oh no, I totally get it. I totally get it. So like it's just crazy, all these things. So anywho (laughs) now we're talking we're listening to this trial like on the radio, listening to Also, every time you say that it makes me think of um a League of Their Own when her dad's like trying to he's trying to listen to the radio. (laughs) Oh god, So we're li- we're listening this this trial on the radio. Cable news channels actually broadcasted the trial live, so people were watching it. I remember being at work when the trial was going on, and um, at our, I mean, it's technically the same work that I'm doing now. At our job, like we had this tiny little itty bitty TV, and we had it playing, so yeah. that we could watch it too. Oh man. Her facial expressions in this trial just pissed us off because she just looked like she was better than everybody and that she was unfazed. She was unfazed. She was unfazed. Her daughter had been been found dead. Like she was dead. Uh,
1: uh, She looked like this was all just a huge inconvenience for her. Like she needed to be
0: somewhere else partying. So the prosecution painted this like vastly wild concept of Anthony. She was a promiscuous party girl. She was unconcerned with her missing daughter. And she was absolutely responsible for her murder. This is the way that they, they drove this trial, which I mean, as any prosecution or any defense, like if you watch any trial, you know, every, every side has to do these types of things. But in this case, if you watched, how she reacted to everything that was being presented Mm -hmm. It, it was just a given like you were like yeah she definitely did it but the problem was they couldn't they couldn't really exactly find the proof that she did it so details were picked out um about the remains that were found of Kaylee and a couple of things really stood out to be uh presented for the jury one of them was there was this toxic chemical chloroform that mm-hmm. had been searched on the Anthony's home computer, which it's not, all shady. this is what drives me nuts about this. This search, Cindy took responsibility for that on the stand. It baffles me because the chloroform was found in the trunk of Anthony's car which was masked with this, um, decomposing smell. Mm -hmm. So does that not sound super shady? Okay. It's searched on the home computer, right? They find it in the trunk, but then Cindy, the mother takes responsibility for it on the stand because she does this. is I understand being a mother. And this is why I said like this, this is how I'm, I am. I am a helicopter mom. I'll do anything to protect my children. But if you sit back and search things like this and they find proof of this and like a decomposing smell in, in your car and then months later, your granddaughter is found dead. Right. I did not try to protect my daughter. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. I love my children to death, but if my children did something horrific like this, I cannot protect you.
1: Like, she had to know, looking at the evidence,
0: she had to know that her daughter did this. Yeah, and and, and my thing is, like, everybody's going to say, well, you're a parent. You don't know what you do in that situation. I can tell you that if my child was a murderer of their own child, I couldn't look at them the same. I, that sounds horrible, but I could not look at them the same. That's so. No. Casey's Casey's defense, which was led by Jose Baz. I don't know if that. Who knows if that's how you say it? Spell Sorry. It. Spell it. B A E Z. Okay, it sounds
1: good. Baz.
0: Okay, Great with co-attorney um, Cheney Mason who is working pro bono on this, they told a completely different story. So mm-hmm. according to the defense, Kaylee had drowned in the family pool on June 16th, 2008. And there, that there had had to have been interference that the gate was open and that the ladder was down and she was known to have, to go out side because they lived in an area that she could just go out the door mm-hmm. and she loved water so much. So she had to have gone up in the pool but there was no evidence that that happened. There was no evidence of drowning. There was no evidence that she had been in the pool. There was no water. There was nothing right. found like that. Didn't so- even
1: it didn't even the George, the George her dad George say that yes, she drowned and and he said like did he say he helped dispose of her body so, to try to uh, cover it up?
0: So this is where George tried to cover for Katie. Right. Okay. So George Anthony uh, they had stated the defense had stated that george anthony had covered up the death so that casey wouldn't be charged with child neglect Mm -hmm. um so they were trying to actually pin it on george george never said that he did it or george would be sitting in jail right okay um but Baz, the um co or the defense attorney had shocked the courtroom when he said during the opening statements that George had in fact sexually abused Casey Anthony beginning when she was 8 years old and that her brother Lee had made sexual advances towards her as well so they were trying to pull this was the the family's fault and not Casey's they mm-hmm. were they were literally pulling at every straw they could they were trying to find anything that would point in the direction that this is not Casey let's blame it on the family even though the family's sitting here trying to defend their daughter even though Right. Even though they
1: know that she clearly like did something to this poor sweet girl. I hope these, these freaking defense lawyers, I hope they can't sleep at
0: night. Well, and see, (laughs) I know this is going to sound super horrible of me. I totally understand it. So your job, whether they are guilty or whether they are innocent, if you take the case, You gotta go towards that side, right? You're gonna do what you can. That's your job. It's your job. That's why it's really tough for lawyers. I can tell you right now that I couldn't be a lawyer for the simple fact that I could personally, I couldn't take if 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 I if all signs pointed to this person doing it, I couldn't take that case. Right. That's me. That's why I couldn't be a lawyer. Right. Um but they do it every day. I'm sure that some of them sleep just fine because they make bank off of some of these trials, but at the same time, you can't talk for anybody. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of them struggle with cases like this. And in this particular case, you know, it could be, it could be in that same, like it's the same thing. So Mm -hmm. anywho, lies continue to be piled on. A paternity test showed that neither Lee nor George Anthony was Kaylee's father. So clearly he wasn't sexually abusing them. Um, and George definitely denied the allegations. He's like, I would never touch my daughter. I don't even right. know why you're trying to say this. Right. And, K- and Casey was used to covering up her hurt. Supposedly is what Baz had said um, it, as his defense. He was like, Oh, she's, she's good at covering up being hurt. Um, they abused her this is why she has no emotion. She doesn't show emotion in this courtroom right now because she was, she was abused as a child and she knows how to, to put a facade on. She doesn't want to show the emotion. So on July 5th, the jury found Anthony, not guilty of first degree murder, aggravated manslaughter and aggravated child abuse.
1: On what grounds? No.
0: <laughs> because it was all circumstantial evidence. I know, but it's Okay. It- so, in fact, the jury stated the reason they found her not guilty is that there was not a determined cause of death. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. I know. So, here's my thing. They couldn't. <laughs>
1: I was like I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I took a drink. <laughs> Long
1: dramatic. Here's my thing. You took a drink. I said,
0: here's my thing. Took a drink. I'm um, I'm drinking uh, this chai tea with Oh my spice. god, she's obsessed with this drink. <laughs> she's always drinking it. It's so it good. Sounds, like, it sounds really good. It is. It's like the chai tea with the pumpkin spice uh, uh <laughs> He said, "Here's my thing." from from like Starbucks I figured out how to make it at home with the help of one of my friends from work who actually totally showed me how to make it at home (laughs) anyways um so I didn't figure it out at all she just told me (laughs) (laughs) anywho they had uh so because it was all circumstantial evidence that was presented and there was no determined cause of death the jury had to put that into account and put it as a factor even though they just wanted to be like oh no she's guilty there was no there was no way for for them to prove that she was guilty because so if they would have said oh yeah she's guilty they could appealed it they could have appealed it and with the fact that there was no known evidence put into place for all of this and it was all circumstantial she would have probably been out anyways so like
1: I know how, many, how many auto- how many autopsies do they do like did they
0: even try to figure out her cause of death i'm mean, like no that's ex- listen that is another story that i'd love to say too do, do you I are you gonna are you gonna might... talk
1: about are you gonna talk about zanny anymore
0: no there was no zanny
1: so well, let me tell you something i remember i remember um this was a whole big thing because they're like she was always like oh she's she's with zanny she's with zanny well, mm-hmm. it turns out she had all of this access to Xanax, like the prescription drug Xanax. Oh
0: yeah, I heard about that too. And the yeah, street name for that is, as we know, Zanny. So isn't that just convenient.
1: It's convenient, <laughs> and there was a, there was this whole thing that like she was like, oh, she's with Zanny because she it was a theory that she when she didn't want to deal with her, she would just like give her a little Xanax to like make her go to sleep and be calm and stuff. And so yeah, that was, was a big theory
0: that like she just gave her too much. Too much, she overdosed and.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And it she was, was like oh, she's with Zanny the
1: nanny, which is Xanax,
0: which is you know I totally forgot about that theory too. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. So, um, I will say that even though she was found not guilty for homicide or anything, she was found guilty on four counts. Of providing false information to law enforcement authorities. They're like, You guilty of being a lie, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you guilty of being a liar. <laughs> Girl, you a lie. <laughs> so she was sentenced to four years in jail and four thousand dollars in fines. Two of the false information counts would later be thrown out in appeals, though. See how I said that they appealed this? Mm -hmm. They would have totally appealed the murder because there was it was all circumstantial. I don't care. It all makes me mad. (laughs) Oh, I know. This whole case infuriates me. So Casey um then received credit for time served and uh good behavior. And she had been in prison for three years and one day, and then was released on July 17th. So she was also required to be on probation for a year due to the check fraud charges and was eventually billed for more than two hundred thousand dollars owed to law enforcement related to the search for Kaylee. <laughs> they so they, they were charged like, her oh. for searching for her, yeah. They were like, Oh, well, we searched for her for this long, and since you got out, because there's no proof that you killed her. We're just gonna slap this bill on you. They're like, they're like you knew where she was. To, I'm gonna need you to pay that and not in check. I feel like that. <laughs> I, I mean, I like that, but I feel like would that even fly though? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So many in the public and the media were super outraged that she was not claimed guilty. Her case was actually in comparisons to the trial of O.J. Simpson in 1995.
1: Right, because it was because, like this
0: big, televised, like, huge... Yes, yes, and if you remember the O.J. Simpson trial, it was, um, if the glove don't fit, you can't acquit. And I was, I was like, are we, okay, are we doing this? Okay. And it's because it was circumstantial. They didn't right. have proof. Um, in, in fact, the proof for them, the way that he won, was... He didn't take his arthritis medicine for a little while so that they could try to put the glove on and it didn't fit, remember? Because mm-hmm. his hand was all swollen and shit. So... <laughs> he, he like ate a lot of salt and got He's swollen. like, oh no. No, I could not See, I couldn't have done it because the glove don't fit. So um, the aftermath of the trial actually caused a slew of bills in several states for um, what they call Cayley's Law. Uh-huh. Which, which would make it a felony for a parent or a legal guardian to not report a child missing as it so, should be. Like,
1: why would you not report your child? Right? Missing? Well, it
0: wasn't a law. It wasn't a law. So in 2012, you know, it's the same
1: thing with the McDonald's coffee. Everything doesn't have to be written down. Fucking it's common you. sense. It's common on, fucking guys. sense. Coffee's hot. Report your child missing. If they're missing <laughs> common sense, people lock your windows. Bite don't, it don't, off. don't hitchhike. <laughs> bite it off. Yes. All of the above.
0: Um, so in 2012, Florida Governor Rick Scott signed a Kaylee's law bill. So, I mean, there was good that came to the case for that for future pieces of shit, parents. But right. other than that, like it is, it is like you said, it's common sense. Your child's missing for a month. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. So after the trial, Casey herself has um, lived a life in seclusion in her Florida home. She's been afraid to leave and go out in public due to the results in the case. Um, Having filed bankruptcy, she's actually estranged from her parents um, and actually keeps in in contact with her formal legal team instead. So Cindy Anthony, on the other hand, believes that this is, this comes from Cindy. She believes that the toddler drowned in an accident and that Casey just panicked. And it just snowballed into a big mess. But of course, this was off the record.
1: <laughs> of course. It was
0: off the record. I don't understand how it's out there. <laughs> just saying. Wow. She believes and that she drowned. Though- I
1: saw that she believed that, like, it was an accidental death. Yes,
0: she did. And, and that, that even she though- thought
1: that um, Casey had something to do with it.
0: She did. Well, they both technically thought that she had something to do with right. it. Right. Even though they tried to twist their own story into George sexually assaulting Casey growing up, too. They stated, even in the acts of everything, they still have love for their daughter, which I mean, I can't can't say that I wouldn't love my children. Like you always have an unconditional love for your children. Now, would I support them if they murdered someone? Absolutely not. They're in, they're on their own. Like, (laughs) sorry i can't cover up for you that's not me
1: it's just i taught you better than that you know right from wrong
0: yes you know
1: that you know we don't murder people like that was one of the first basic things i taught you (laughs) (laughs)
0: um in the spring of 2017 anthony gave a series of exclusive interviews to the associated press um claiming to this day that she doesn't know how kaylee died and adding in that she didn't give she does not give a shit about what anybody thinks of her. She doesn't care about that. She never will. She's okay with herself and can sleep pretty good at night.
1: <laughs> She's full of shit. I know. She so, has nightmares every night.
0: Here's a fun fact, though. It's not really fun, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> here's
1: a fact. So here's in, a fact.
0: <laughs> in his 2013 book, Presumed Guilty... The attorney, Jose Baz or whatever, the defense attorney, you know, Mm -hmm. he said that he was still haunted by the mystery of who killed um, Kaylee Anthony Mm -hmm. and left her body in the woods in 2008. The fact, he said, this fact disturbs me greatly. It's the one fact that will never change. You don't do that to a baby. Whoever put Kaylee there, I curse you. Well, a few years later, the case haunted him in a different way. So a private investigator had the media questioning how Casey Anthony had paid for her lawyer fees because she didn't have a job. Oh. Yeah, so um, it was noted that Baz and Anthony seemed pretty close.
1: Oh, no.
0: But in an affidavit, um, Dominic Casey said they were even closer than they appeared. He said the Florida mother had paid Baz for sexual like with sexual favors right so um Casey made the claims in a 2016 affidavit affidavit related to her bankruptcy case um like a 15 page document stated that she had a sexual relationship with her defense attorney before she went on trial for Kaylee's murder in fact Casey claimed he saw um Casey claimed that uh, he saw, or Casey claimed, sorry, not Casey. I keep saying Casey. No, it is Casey. Dominic Casey. Yeah. Casey claimed that. <laughs> There's multiple Casey's. There is. because Casey Anthony, uh, Dominic Casey had claimed that he saw Casey Anthony naked oh. when he arrived unannounced at Baz's office. Scandalous. Mm-hmm. So, furthermore, like, according to, like, the Daily News, when all this stuff was being released, the private investigator said in the same affidavit that um, sex is how Casey Anthony had paid for her lawyer. He heard Baz tell her that she owed him three blowjobs after he canceled a media interview at her, or for her, or whatever. And Casey had, um, Dominic Casey, had told, or had said that she- she had to do what jose wanted because she had no money for her defense. I mean, so, they have
1: court appointed lawyers for those situations.
0: Right? So fine I mean, she had her co defense attorney was pro bono. Right. Pro bono means it's right. The case unpaid. Right. So, anyways, Casey Anthony supposedly currently lives and works with Patrick McKenna, who was the private detective who led the investigation for her defense team. She, she Uh, works, she works for him. She works for him and lives with him. What the fuck? So, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to close this off with a interview. Oh, okay. So the Associated Press interviewed Casey Anthony And this is how it went. Um, It's going to piss me off, isn't it? (laughs) Just listen. Okay. Just listen. The press said, You were convicted of one thing. Anthony said, Lying to the cops. People lie to the cops every day. Cops lie to people every day. I'm just one of the unfortunate idiots who admitted that they lied. The press said, Was the lying out of panic? Anthony said, my dad was a cop. You can read into that what you want to.
1: The what press, does your dad have to do with that?
0: Right? Sorry. The press stated, touching, yeah. on the convic- touching on the convicted for lying, is there anything you regret with that? Would you rather get your story straight from the beginning? What didn't you keep straight? Anthony stated, here's the problem. Even if I would have told them everything, that I eventually told to the psychologist who evaluated me and the two psychologists who evaluated me over the course of three years, I hate to say this, but I firmly believe I would still have been in the same place because cops believe other cops. Cops tend to victimize the victims. I've never tried to make myself a victim. I see why I was treated the way I was, even had I been completely truthful. Um, the press said, uh, "What weren't you truthful about?" Anthony stated, "It was the things that I didn't know at the time." Wait, what? I know. The I press... lied about what I didn't know about. This doesn't so, make sense. Yeah, the press said about how she died. Anthony said, "I didn't know at the time. I'm still not even certain, as I stand here today, sh- today, sure about what happened." The press said, to your understanding, how did she die? Anthony, I don't know. Press, what about drowning? Anthony, everyone has their theories. I don't know. As I stand here today, I can't tell you one way or another. The last time I saw my daughter, I believed that she was alive and was going to be okay. And that's what was told to me. By who? Press, who? Who told you that? Exactly. The press, she was being babysat with your parents? Anthony, no, my father told me she was going to be okay, that she was okay. Press, so your parents had her? Anthony, my dad did. My mom was at work. Press, the next thing you know, she's missing. How did it play out? Anthony, I did what I was told. I don't remember too much of what happened. Again, there were several psychological evaluations. Even after everything transpired, even months, even within a year, I don't have a personal knowledge of these things because, and this isn't my belief, I read the evaluations. I wasn't present during whatever happened. If I was, something would have showed up. There would have been some recollection. There would have been memory. I was living at home with my parents. What I remember is every day we had a routine and whether it was the day I was working or not working, Kaylee and I got up and had breakfast. We said goodbye to my mom between 7 and 7.30. Great. Press. But
1: you weren't living she with wasn't your parents. She so was And is you weren't
0: her. working. <laughs> she wasn't working and she wasn't living with her parents. Two lies. It was already proven that she wasn't she's doing either. She's still just a freaking, she's just a liar. She's still lying. So the press said, give me the situation when things went wrong. All of a sudden, is it like, where's is Kaylee? Is that how it went? Anthony. No, what I remember is being in bed and my mom coming in before she left for work and saying goodbye to us and then waking up several hours later not knowing where she was. Press, don't you wish you know what happened? Anthony, absolutely, absolutely, every single day. Press, it's just a blank spot. What the hell happened? Anthony, it's not even that it's something that's outside of me, That if i knew at this point if i knew what actually happened i'd be able to fill in those blanks i've done every research i've done every or i've done enough psychology seminars i've been tested i've gone to the psychological evaluations talked about this to the point where i've been in a puddle and not able to talk about it for days afterward she is still the central central part of my life and the central part of my being always will be Mm -hmm. if i am blessed enough to have another child If I'd be dumb enough to bring another kid into this world, knowing that there'd be a potential that some jackass, their little snot nosed kid would then say something mean to my kid. I don't think I could live with that. What? Yeah. That was the last um, interview she had. And in August of this year, she would have celebrated her 15th birthday. That's
1: uh, that's so crazy i despise her so much I'm i know i
0: told you you were going to hate this case so
1: freaking angry
0: i know this case really it's honestly when i was researching it which i didn't have to research a lot of it cuz it just it's one of those things that you just don't forget when you listen to it and i mean i i did research like details and stuff some of the stuff that was um stated the interview all that stuff but like like i said this particular case even when I was researching it and, and going through it all, my blood was boiling. I it's one that I think we definitely needed to have on um, our podcast to share with everyone. Right. Um, but it is it's one of those ones that you're just like, Are you kidding me? She did it. She did it. I just I I
1: just don't understand how there's no cause of death. I don't understand. This woman is not smart enough to outsmart everybody. I feel like, like no. How did you cover this up? Like how? How was there not enough? For it, Ugh, it makes me so angry.
0: I totally get you. Trust me. I'm I'm, totally I'm going crazy. to bed mad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We had we had to do it. I had it's to do fine. it. I, I had um a list of different cases that I was going through uh, that I really wanted to do and. This one, I just kept going back to this case and was like, you know what? We're, get, this week just, I'm gonna go over this, do it. <laughs> and it's just in time because if if you guys have tuned in this far, then you'll know. Uh, this coming weekend is Halloween, and we've got a nice no. little Halloween. <laughs> I mean, schedule. you'll
1: you, you'll know that if you haven't tuned in. <laughs> this coming weekend
0: is Halloween. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's kind of a given. <laughs> it's the same day every year, <laughs> but Jeez. um. This, this weekend's Halloween, we've got a nice little Halloween special I'm stoked to do. Ooh, um It's going to be good. But yeah. As of this, this was the case of the killing of Kaylee Marie Anthony.
1: Sweet baby angel.
0: Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: 15. Wow.
0: 15. I know. I Honestly, when I saw that, I was like, man, has it really been that long since this piece of crap woman has like been around I know they had talked like years ago they had talked about like releasing which I think they did release one movie that was like based off of her already I feel um, like
1: I heard something about that but I had no desire to watch anything to do with her
0: <laughs> well and then so here it was based off of her like right like our you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre was based off of Ed Gein um, right like all of these types of things it was based off of her but it wasn't like oh this is Casey Anthony in the movie because then she would have gotten profits off of it and I remember that conversation going on like they were like oh no we'll do something that's like related to this situation this story but there's absolutely no way that we're gonna do like a documentary over this woman because we don't want her to get any proceeds from this because you do know that like well and documentaries aren't this way but like if they would have released a movie that was like a casey anthony movie she would have gotten something from it
1: that that's unacceptable
0: i mean they've written books so yeah there's always books out there you know that <sighs> which i don't want to read
1: <laughs> i just just hate her face i'm gonna punch her in her
0: face <laughs> she's a piece of wet lettuce for sure but yeah
1: okay well
0: to follow us on all our stuff. <laughs> We're going to
1: right just I'm like I'm like I want to punch in the face. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> We're going to have a much more fun episode next
0: time. <laughs> this bitch. I fucking hate her. I swear. So our Instagram name is <laughs> Sarah Hug's <Hull> Sister <laughs> underscore
1: podcast.
0: No, um Follow us on Instagram and facey Face and all that good stuff. Subscribe. That like, subscribe.
1: subscribe, like review, download all that fun. Job. All
0: of it. All of it. Do it all. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to be as, as awkward as ever.
1: I'm just, I'm just going to go be angry now.
0: Okay. Well, can you, can you hold on to that angry anger while we awkwardly sign off? Okay. 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 okay bye. bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs>